Yo, what's good podcast? Uh, hope everybody's doing well, getting ready for the holidays and all that good stuff. I'm super pumped. Just launched the Cobalt Blue GB005s with K-Swiss. You can go to GaryVee.com slash 005005. Gary V, G-A-R-Y-V-E-E dot com slash 005 for more information. I saw a bunch of you pick them up from social and from community in the last couple of days. Uh, we are unlimited quantities at this point. Make sure you get a pair for yourself or your favorite entrepreneur this holiday season. GaryV.com slash 005. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up, podcast listeners, and welcome back for another episode. Today, we have an interview that Gary did on November 22nd in Dubai with the Virgin Radio Show host, Chris Fade. There's a lot of value in this one with a little surprise at the end. I hope you enjoy. Virgin Radio, 104.4 morning, the Chris Fade Show across the country. We're back. Man, we got him back in the studio. The legend, the man, Gary V is with us. Good morning. Morning. My gosh. (laughs) So we were just talking about this off the radio about just flying and taking short trips and you've been flying all over the world. Man, you don't stop and it's, uh, it's fantastic to see it from the outside. How is it from the inside? Gary V. It's a uh, humbling. It's um it's it's just a lot of fun. Like, you know, I mean, for me, the fact that what I'm putting out to the world is not necessarily that I'm a great sportsman or that I'm a supermodel mm-hmm. or that, you know, or I'm an educator. I'm I'm a practitioner who is interested in giving away every single thing that works for me and from the other people and companies that I observe. And what that then leads to, I'll give you an example, it leads to the DM I just read right before we went on air, it, in all caps, Lamar Jackson. For everybody who's listening, which is probably quite a bit, that don't follow American football, there's a young quarterback that's doing extremely well. For people that are following me very carefully, in the last year I've been talking about sports cards making a comeback. This kid sends me this crazy email of like he was in depression in a bad place. He saw me talk about sports cards. He decided that he's a Ravens fan, which is the team that Lamar plays for. He believed in him. He bought a bunch of them. They've gone up 10x, wow. 10 times. You know, and, uh, and it's been really meaningful to him and he's got his self-esteem back and he's got a couple bucks in his pocket. And like that is just Awesome. That's something that you just said that changed someone's life and got him into playing cards, which has now really changed and got him out of depression, you're saying? That's exactly right. And, and, and what's amazing for me right now is at the scale that I'm playing at, that email, that DM, that text is happening 500, 1,000 times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's happening is the positive reinforcement of, that I'm getting from the good behavior that I'm putting out, it just becomes a cycle. Right, you become addicted to the admiration. You know, to me, there's nothing that feels better than admiration. Of course. You know, and I've started really learning about myself. I just had my 44th birthday the other day. Thank you. And I hated it. I don't want gifts. I don't want like. It was crazy. I said something. I think D Rock heard me, and I said, "I don't like attention." And everybody started laughing. And I said, "I'm serious. I don't like attention unless unless I earned it." Then I love it. Like if I'm doing good stuff, then I then it feels merit based. But if I'm but I don't like it otherwise. So anyway, on the inside, it feels quiet, which would confuse people. Mm. Feels slow, which would confuse people. It feels like I feel like I know what I'm up to. 
I feel like it's early and it feels um, impactful. We were talking to uh, <laughs> just had a moment there. <laughs> we were talking to Joe Coy, the comedian, the other day. I don't know if you know Joe Coy, uh, an amazing comedian. Please watch you if you like comics. Um, he's coming to do a show here, and I said, as as a comedian, do people come up to you and want you to be funny all the time? Like they expect you to make people laugh, and do you get that? Yes. As soon as people, yes. they don't want to make you. You don't want to make them laugh, but they want something from Gary Pearls v. of wisdom. They, yeah. want you, they just want something from you. You may be on a flight, and the lady, I'm a big fan, and then they're waiting for you to say something. Couple things. Yes. Mm. Next, it feels amazing every time. Cool. I've, okay. I've yet to even come close to being bothered. The only thing I feel is humbled. I, I'm just so flattered. Mm-hmm. It just cra- it's crazy. So that's cool. I'm glad that hasn't gone away. Like, and now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, oh right, this is not gonna go away. This is how it's gonna be forever. I will always have this perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, and that's tough, right? Because I, I hate when people think I'm a motivational speaker. I understand I'm motivational. I understand I have wow. that. I understand. I understand. But if you understand how I communicate, it's a series of thoughts off of a lot of listening, a lot of watching. So, so in the macro, I can tell you a ton of themes parents forcing kids to be doctors, lawyers, engineers, I know what that looks like. Uh, People raising capital and not building real businesses, I know what that's like. Everybody wanting to be an entrepreneur now because it's cool and it's the current rock store, I know what that is. So in the macro, I can put out a ton of stuff, but when you roll up to me and say, hey, help me, I'm like, I need a ton of context. Mm. Like this is, this is, what am I gonna, you know, I mean, what I get, caught on those on is because I'm like walking to my cab or whatever, you know, (laughs) is, you know, I talk about the four to seven, 15 things that I know are tried and true. Self-awareness, you know, uh, are you actually living your life for you or are you living them based on the fact that you want your friends to think you're successful or you want to appease your mom, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like those are true things. So the things that I spew out are, are generic truths that may fortunately hit them because they're wildly true. Like 98% of the people listening right now, driving or in their kitchen, are actually living their life based on their spouse's opinion, Mm. their older sister's opinion, their parents' opinion, or they want to show people that they're successful. People impressing people, people buying things, handbags, cars, apartments, trips, people spending money to impress people they don't like is one of the great cancers in our society. Mm. I, I've heard you say something similar to that, but then you said if you do want to buy it and it gives you self-happiness, that's okay. If you want that. If you buy a Rolex yep. because your grandfather had one, you look at watches for an hour and a half and think those trinkets are cool. Like you understand that this one was made for a limited run. Like that's amazing. If you're buying a Rolex because you're going to the top of the building in Dubai at one night and you want girls to see it so that you hook up, you're in trouble. You just said. Serious. <laughs> I'm serious. You just I'm offended so many people in the country. <laughs> this is what they're doing. I put my watch on, especially for Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it right I see it. I see it. It's stuck. No, but 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 taking it off. But it's it's a very unpopular take. Yeah, no, this is not what people are talking yeah. about. But I know. Yeah. I know it's true. Yeah. I know that if you're a 27 year old guy and you need money and things 
to close the gap of your insecurity that you're not in a great place. I know it, I've seen the road. This is the beauty of living through it, watching your contemporaries, and now sitting at the top of the funnel where you're getting 10,000 DMs a month from that 27 year old guy who's crying in his penthouse that's, yeah. that he can't afford. Mm. I, I mean it, like people don't get it. Like there's a lot going on out here. All right, more with Gary V next. You cool to hang around with us this morning? I'm very cool to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Virgin Radio 104.4, The Cruise Fade Show. Pretty Malik, Big Rossi, please welcome yes. Gary V. Yes! A uh, bunch of things here. Let's uh, read them out. Written three bestsellers. YouTube Five. show. Five. Oh, sorry. Excuse Please me. Please update this info, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forbes <laughs> Top 40, Social Selling Market Masters. Holds the number one spot, Fortune Magazine, 40 under 40. Uh, he's here for the sec- second time here in the Middle East. Uh, the CEO of VaynerMedia, digital agency. D- is there anything that you don't do? And uh, apart from this, if you follow Gary, which I do, and you see what you do, you go on the, uh, you go into like garage sales in the States. We call them garage sales. You guys call them... Uh, what do you call them? Garage uh, sales. You, show, you call them garage yeah, sales? sales. Yeah. You, you were buying, you were buying toy cars, and you were buying certain items, and you're flipping them to show people that they can make cash out of this. By reading all my DMs, you know, I realized how many people. All I want to do all, every day is eliminate excuses. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more fun for me than eliminating excuses because once you become accountable, you can become happy. Like. Every second that you blame the boss, the government, your parents, some random thing that happened 13 years ago, you're finished. Every time you say everything is my fault, you're on fire. You're gonna win. And so I saw so many people blaming I don't have money and finally I was like, huh, you know how, you know, you're just always thinking, you know? And I'm just like, wait a minute, I used to not have any money. What did I do? All right, I used to garage sale and flip stuff on eBay and I made a fortune. Like tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars, which was a fortune at the time. So, you know, you know, this is what fun, is fun rolling with DRock. I'm like, DRock, we're going garage selling this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we filmed it and it has inspired so many, so many. Like, the amount of people that can spend $30 on a weekend and then work five hours posting and shipping out stuff and make 700 bucks, is almost everyone. Like garage sales and thrift stores and dollar stores are loaded, loaded with stuff that's worth a lot more than what you pay for it. Pretty back to you where we were. So I wanted to go back to a point that you made about um, doing it for others and making other people happy and buying yes. stuff. A lot of that is about Instagram as well. With Instagram taking away likes, yes. do you think that mindset is slowly gonna start to really hammer home and change? Like will people start to change? Yes, I think likes going away is one of the great moves by a social platform in a long time. People are wildly insecure and now people are only posting what they know is going to get the likes that they're accustomed to getting. What that also means is it makes people talk about things they're not passionate about anymore. It also, it leads to people still talking about themes they talked about four years ago that they don't want to talk about. It leads to people who no longer want to show themselves in bikinis, continue to show themselves in bikinis because they want to get the same amount of likes. It just leads to people not saying their truth. They've become creatures of the algorithm. 
So it's a good thing in your opinion. I think it's a hugely good thing. I, can, I, can I say, the, the the heads of Facebook, Instagram got in contact with me yeah. a couple of days ago because we were talking about this on the radio. We are getting people's views on, what, on yes. what you believe. And a lot of people were positive for it. They wanted me to read this official statement out by Facebook. Okay, please. Release, which is uh, on November 14th, we expanded out. Oh, my birthday. Oh, yep. happy birthday. Oh. I'll start it again. On Gary's birthday, we expanded yes. our <laughs> test of private likes yes. to the rest of the world beyond Australia, Brazil, Canada, Ireland, Italy, New Zealand. If you're in the test, you'll no longer see the total number of likes and views on photos and the video posted to the feed unless they're in their own unless it's your own uh, yep. feed while the feedback from early testing has been positive this is a fundamental change to Instagram Facebook and so we're continuing our tests to learn more about our global community uh, attributed to Tara Hopkins EMEA head of policy for Instagram Facebook so I, I like that you I believe it's positive because what oh it's it's this is it's listen listen changer, I think. Uh, I'm deeply in this world and I've yeah. done this for a long, long time. It is a remarkable change. But now Yes. There's a much bigger point here. Okay. And we've been saying it all morning. This is an algorithm and a company that is trying to help everybody with their insecurity. Mm-hmm. They look at data at scale. The fact that Instagram and Facebook have had to hide likes is the great indicator of how unbelievably mm-hmm. insecure our society is and how we have to start changing the conversation. Mm. That is why I go after watches, bottles, models, private jets. All of this is doing is makeup for deep insecurity. We must put happiness and self-esteem, self-awareness, patience, all these absolutely tried and true things on a pedestal Facebook and Instagram can't help you. Just because they hid the likes, that doesn't change you going out on Friday night and feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. You know, you say that and it's, you're living it. Gary, you're, you're worth a lot of money. But when we follow you and we see you on, on the gram, you are living a life as just many of us are. We don't see. We purposely, like I use private planes to, for efficiency uh, and we rarely show it. I don't because want, you don't want to show, you don't want to be that person to go like I'm on a private jet. I also don't think it's cool. I'm actually I'm spending that much money. <laughs> like, like you know. How much? How much is it? How much is a? I mean, some flights are fifteen thousand for an hour. Some are thirty-five thousand for two. But like, I need it to like bang out these two meetings. I've decided that it's worth that money with the hope that it's ROI positive with my time. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's cool. I also don't show my family for extra likes. You know. I'm the I'm the most public private person on earth. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I re- nobody's listen, nobody's putting out the level of content I'm putting out. When you take in all the platforms, podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, TikTok, like nobody. Yet I don't show my family at all. I know. I don't because because I don't want to. Like I like privacy. Like mm. it's great, but I love people. But like there's certain things that I want to keep for myself too. And people are letting themselves put their whole life out there for the likes. Because yeah. babies and relationships and pregnancies get more likes. It's true, it is true. People are sucked into one massive game of high school. Yeah, oh, you're so right. And, so I'm tr- and I'm trying to get them out of it because it gets really, the reason I was so happy in high school was because I was not stuck in high school. I liked everybody and I, and I liked nobody. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it was all just like, it was an experience. At, and that's how it is now. Like, like for me, the reason social works, here's a good one. This might help a lot of people listening. My friends, one of the reasons you're struggling with social media 
and the negative comments you get is because you're overvaluing the positive comments. If you're gonna, this is where everyone gets caught. You love when they say you're pretty. You love when they say you're smart. You love when they say it's lit. But then the problem is once you hear that, you're also hearing the negative. For me, my back to what we're talking about here, for me, my humility is my superpower because it allows me to deal with the negative feedback. Do you get a lot of negative feedback? Sure, because people, you know, first of all, I curse a lot. People don't like that. Mm. Uh, in, in, you know, depending on what state, you know, I'm, when I speak on a stage and have 5,000 people there, I'm peacocking. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, in, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing my thing and, and that comes across with a lot of bravado and when D-Rock and I clip it and I'm cursing out the crowd, they're like, who is this? You know, and if people that give me negative feedback are the ones that I'm choking out with the content and they don't like being called out. Mm. Mm. So when I'm making a piece of content that says, stop taking mommy and daddy's money and you'll actually find happiness, well the guy in the feed who's taking mommy and daddy's money isn't happy that I'm calling out 28 year old, you know, cause I'm really going there. I'm like, here's why you're unhappy. You're taking your parents' money, you're spending it on dumb stuff, you're insecure, like I'm going right at it. Yeah. He doesn't like that, so then he's leaving a negative comment. When I see negative comments, I know that I'm helping that person. I'm like, stay with me. Yeah. That's where my mind goes, I'm like, stay with me. Hopefully, I, and this is what I do to a lot of people. They don't like it, but the communication style is so intriguing. They don't, you know, when you're actually giving and you're coming from a warm, pure intent, even the person you're destroying right there, they kind of can tell. You know, humans are amazing animals. Even though I'm yelling at them, suffocating them, calling them, them out, I think they can sense that I'm coming from a good place, not yeah. a bad place. Yeah. And so they stick around, they stick, you know, they're yeah. mad at me for a while, but then, you know, then their four best friends think I'm the coolest, and, like, uh, and then seven months later, they call their parents and they stop taking the money. And then four months later, I get a DM that says thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm like, that, that, and that's the oxygen for me to keep going through it all. If you go to Google and you type in, is Gary V, I don't know if you've ever done this. Nope. We're gonna run through them. <laughs> a scam? <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. no, no. Uh, is Gary V married? Uh-huh, makes sense. Is Gary V rich? You gotta answer these. No. <laughs> Not enough. Is Gary V single? No. Uh, is Gary V Russian? I am. Uh, is Gary V invested into TikTok? I'm not. Which which blows people away because I'm talking. You've been talking about, talk about, about it a lot. Because you, you, I, because you, I want to be historically correct. You are the reason why I got on TikTok six months ago. Can I tell you? Because I was what you would tell people. People are like. Ah, I don't need to be on TikTok. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I don't want to join another one. And I was saying those exact words. And then as soon as you yeah. got out on your platforms and you're like, and you were showing footage yes. from years ago of you going, I don't want to go on Instagram because yep. I'm on yes. Facebook, MySpace, and I'm like, I'm getting on TikTok now. <laughs> so we're all so I got, TikTok. And can I tell you, I have never had more numbers and likes and views than on my TikTok in the last six months. It's underpriced attention. Than I've had on Instagram that I've been on for four and a half years. Listen guys, there's a reason I'm Gary Vee. Yeah. Mm. I, I tend to be right. Here's why. I don't guess. Right. You know, yeah, You're right. based on facts. It's I'm like, based on facts. Yeah. I, I own, everyone's like, you know, when they're giving me compliments, Gary, you're like Nostradamus, you know the future, what's next? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm like, I'm just good at knowing what is actually happening and I'm not scared to talk about it. Hmm. 
Hey, recently you had mentioned that you were thinking about no social media December. Yes, disappearing gonna, December. Yes, are you still gonna do that? I'm not. No. But it is absolutely something I've thought about and the reason I put it out publicly was A, I was thinking about it and B, it might work for somebody. Disappearing December, going especially, on social media. Especially at Christmas time as well, on Christmas Day. I actually think it's the hardest month to go off. Yeah, Because the holidays, the pictures, the trips, Showing, like, yeah, exactly. I actually think it's, which is why I think it's an interesting one. Yeah. You I mean, know? It's, it's very, it's a difficult. Disappearing. You know, yeah, I, if I was like, see a September, people are like, all right, yeah, I can do that. You know, I can do that. But disappearing December is like, mm. um, Last one here on, on the top 10 of Google is, uh, is Gary V vegan? I am not. Ever thought about it? I have. It's the thing now. Have you watched all those docos? I have. Game Changer and all that? By the way, I was thinking about it before all the hype and, yeah. uh, and the docs. Now I'm like, oh, I'm not following this. You know, uh, you know, it's funny. I'm very into, you know what is interesting? Actually, this is, I've never shared this. I have this real thought in this. Everything, paleo, vegan, not vegan. I wish people were comfortable changing their mind. I have a lot of friends who are vegan right now who don't want to be anymore and but, feel like they can't. They because can't change. Because it's gone too far. They've gone too far. Invested yeah. in it, yeah. I, can I say I went vegan for a month, right? And uh, I'm getting scared because I knew that the vegans were, they were <laughs> proud. They started inboxing yeah. me. Oh, Chris is vegan. He's and, one of us. And, I, and so I kept having to say, I, I, I kept saying on the radio, guys, I'm only doing it for a month. Because I did start to get a little. And? I f- can I tell you? Yeah, tell me everything. Uh, I felt better. I had more energy. I was less bloated. Going to the bathroom was a lot easier. Um, <laughs> you were regular. <laughs> I felt like my like just clarity in my in my brain was less better. brain. So why'd you start? Because I love meat, and I was I, I feel like when I'm a training at the gym and I'm eating my proteins and I'm getting my you know my chicken on and I'm getting all that like I felt like with the vegan side of it I was eating more of those carbs. But I probably wasn't doing it the right way. Do you do you, do you have a sense of why you you value muscles? Uh, so question. true, so true. Well, you know, no, I, really, it's like, like I come from a good place on that. Like, it's super interesting. Yeah. Like, why? Can I tell you? I was, I was overweight. I was yeah. 128 kilos at one yes. stage of my life. That's when I was anxious and depressed. Yep. Um, the only thing that got me out of that was not the pills, and I would see a psychiatrist yeah. and see all those guys. And the only thing that got me out of it was going to the gym every single day. Right? I love that. And that's awesome. That transformation in my body, and I was going through a divorce at the same time. Yes. So that transformation that I went through, going through the divorce and the body change, where I started to develop muscles that I never had. I never yeah, had them. I went through it as well. It was like, crazy it, to it, like. It's it, weird it, to have them. It's right. Like you start later going, in your life, you're yeah. like, what a whoa. Yeah, you start <laughs> like. I'm like, wait, n- running into things doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this muscles, like that was. By the way, that is the single biggest thing that I thought of, like that I've observed of actually having muscles later in my life. I'm like, weird when you run into a wall. It's not painful. <laughs> but I guess that's, I mean, I, I, right now it's not so much about the muscles and wanting to look a, like like a, a bodybuilder or anything like that. I just enjoy it. And you know what? Yeah. That self gratification, you know, and it's true. I, if you I, look at yourself I in, the mirror, in the mirror. And you're happy. I get it. It plays, it plays with my mind. It makes me happy, you know? What about pooping better? Um, <laughs> because that, you man, know. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm noticing. We're talking real right now. Yeah. It totally changed. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe you should value that more than muscles. Well, I'll tell you what now. I, I've reduced my meat intake. I only eat red meat there once a week. There you go. And I only eat chicken twice a week, and the rest is sort of like a vegan diet. That's, you know, when I hear that, yeah. I'm like, this is where I'm trying to give. The reason I'm saying out loud, it's okay to change, is because I like people having the ability to continue to mix. And, and listen, all of this is about balance. Yeah. 
Like yeah. all of it's about, like life is about balance, mm-hmm. right? Like one of the reasons I'm talking more about how much I sleep is because I think a lot of entrepreneurs think staying up all day is how you hustle and win. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, I might be a part of that movement. I need to create clarity. So over the last three, four years, I mean, we had Ariana Huffington on the Ask Gary Vee show four or five years ago. I've been very thoughtful about clarifying, you know, because in the first book I wrote that broke me out, Crush It, I talked about 7 p.m. to two in the morning as the time you do side hustle while you still paid your bills because I was trying to be practical. You can't quit your job. Why don't you work after, instead of going out or playing Xbox or doing things to escape your real life, why don't you work and then eventually that thing could become the thing and you can leave, which was great and I still believe in that but then obviously people heard the 2 a.m. thing, you know, and like, and so you know how things evolve. And so balance is incredibly important. Mm. The whole, all of it. And people's own balance. For example, for me, I find balance in extremities. Like, I love going hard, you know, Monday through Friday, and I love being completely checked out on the weekend. Do you ever, I I go pretty hard as well as we all do, but I feel guilty sometimes on the weekend or at moments when I'm not doing anything, and I've got to tell myself, Chris, just, you're allowed to do nothing. I've never felt guilty. You don't feel guilty, okay. I, I would argue, and my friend Tom Bell, you, hit this for me, my ability to not judge myself is my greatest strength. And that's hard. Yeah. Not to be able to judge yourself, that's hard. Uh, You know why I don't judge myself? Because I don't judge other people. Mm. You want to get really happy? Stop judging people. Oh, that's good. You stop judging people, you stop judging yourself. And by the way, for everybody who's driving and you judge people, you don't know anything about them. You don't even know everything about your sister. How are you judging strangers? Like judgment is poison and has led to so much darkness in the last, especially with social media, what, what has happened, people blame social media. Social media hasn't done anything except expose us. There's no social media, we're social media. They're empty platforms, we fill it. When you leave that nasty comment because you're jealous that that girl's pretty and you're insecure about your looks, that's your darkness. That's not Instagram making you write it. Mm. It's not Instagram's fault. It's not the video games fault. Bro, these platforms are empty. This notion that Facebook or Instagram or the Russians are controlling us (laughs) is laughable. We need to change society. We need to put happiness on a pedestal, not money. Gary V with us. And guess what? There's some happiness happening in the studio next because we've got a surprise. Not so much for Gary V, but for someone who's waiting outside. Hang out, Virgin Radio, morning. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. All right, so <laughs> I'm here on the ground right in Dubai uh, <laughs> at Virgin Radio and uh, with my man Chris Babe. And uh, we're surprising somebody who doesn't know I'm actually here. She thinks she's coming in for a pre-interview and I'm about to pop out like I'm a jack-in-the-box and she's going to scream and it's going to be a great viral clip and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Just, uh, okay. Uh, Virgin Radio 104.4 Morning. We're keeping it down right now here in the studio. Uh, below me, and I literally mean below me on the floor, is the legend Gary V. <laughs> the reason why, hey Gary, you right down there, man? I'm good, I'm good. Okay, now the reason why we have a guest coming into the studio, he's a huge fan of Gary V. She doesn't realize that she's uh, just about to meet him. Here we go. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. Take a seat. Thank you for coming in on the weekend. We're sorry that we had to do this, but we've got three or four people who are having the opportunity to meet Gary. So we want to make sure that we're giving you the chance to uh, see how it goes here. Let's see how we go. What's your name, sorry? Nikita. Nikita, okay. Good morning, good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. 
Surprise! Ah! We're here! Regina Gary V is in the studio! Don't cry, don't cry. How are you? How are you? It's so good to see you, Sid. How are you, Sid? Sid, don't cry. How are you? Take a seat. You keep that emotion rolling, honey. That's what exactly what I want. This is a beautiful moment. I have a whole note section on my phone planned, so I didn't forget anything. So it's good right now because my heart's like racing. So you you were unaware that you were going to be meeting Gary V right now. Now, do you know Gary was actually sitting at the bottom of the ground? Had intuition, but I wasn't sure. Oh wow! Well, here is the moment. You uh you hit us up. Now we got a we got hundreds of messages in the last 24 hours of people wanting to have this opportunity to be next to Gary V and just be able to pick his brain and have a quick little word to him and congratulations. Give her a big round of applause. Yeah. 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 Please, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of this and Pretty and Rossi, we're yes. gonna stay out of this moment. Okay. I really want this moment between you and Gary to really go the way that you want it to go. So over to you. Gary, can you please pass me my phone? Yes, here you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, where do I start? So, uh, <laughs> can you ask me something? I sure can. Start? Yes, no worries. Okay. So, Actually, here's a good question. How did you first find my content and like what resonated? Um, everything. So when I, w- I was in school for fashion design back in 2014 and that's when I found you and you were just a huge source of motivation for me. Um, especially when you're super stressed out about meeting deadlines and whatnot and then when you're stressed out you procrastinate. So all of that, but that wasn't part of it. So basically the big thing is, is um, after school, like I just didn't know. So it was a very condensed one year course and I wanted to go to either FIT or Parsons in New York afterward. Now that's like 30,000, 40,000 US a semester. Yes. Two semesters a year, four years, it's super expensive. Yes. And then living in New York, of course. So I, um, I was already in personal training because I was a figure skater growing up. So I was always like very active and I just kind of fell into the role. So I was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity for me to make money to actually focus on Another thing that I'm really passionate about. Got it. Um, my voice is <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry, we're here. <laughs> but, um, so that's another reason. So I was living in Vancouver. I'm from okay. Canada. Okay. Um, and believe it or not, Vancouver is more expensive than Dubai, and then there's income tax and whatnot. So I moved out to Dubai thinking I could save more money. Turns out training is very saturated here, and like 90% of personal trainers struggle. Okay. Um, so it's just still a matter of like feeling very stagnant and like when am I ever going to reach the school and then comparing myself to um, like others others and like yeah like other people that I went to school with and they have their bachelors or they're working on their masters or they're doing this job and it's like oh like what am I doing I'm never gonna get to school like couple couple things are exciting to me about your story two things stand out quite a bit number one anytime one compares themselves to somebody else, they always lose. Okay. When I was 27 years old, I worked in the liquor store. And my, fr- and my friends drove to my liquor store and would buy champagne and I would carry the box to their BMW. I remember you saying that in a video, yeah, but you had no ego about it. Right, because they're, they're first of all, if your friends have bachelors or, or are engaged or have moved into a new apartment, I think you should be happy for them. Yeah, of course. And, I, I, but, but it should stop there, to your point, I, and I can even tell by your energy, you are, but then what happens is, and then you look at yourself and you say, where am I? Yeah. 
it just doesn't mean anything. It like people have to realize like life is so long. It's like you know just because we're at this point and you're not as in the same place as somebody else, there's little value to that comparison. Okay. Like there's just little value. Like I I think so many people get upset about comparing themselves to others without realizing what those others are going through. So it's cool that they have their bachelors, but they might be in a super abusive relationship, but you don't know. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know what you I mean? Know it's you, the you really don't. And it's super important that you ground yourself in that and not compare. Number two, far more interesting to me, is I wanna play this game of like why those schools are your dream. So it's not necessarily my dream. It's like when I was in school, I did really well and I was like, I know that I'm passionate about it and I'm creative and I have the talent. What would you like to happen? Networking. Like, so, and that's another thing with videos I've watched of you is you're like, you don't need education. So I was going to ask you like, You need education. You don't need to pay for it in the current packages they are. Let's play this game. So you want to go to those fashion schools, which I understand those are legit spots. Yeah. Let's say you go there and crush. What would happen next? I don't know. It was just a matter of who I met within those years of being there and um, like the fashion directors at those schools are the actual designers themselves. So like Diana von Furstenberg, Calvin Klein, Marc Jacobs, all of those people. So if I were able to get face to face with those people. But let's play that out. The amount of FIT students and Parsons students that have face to time with those three is zero. They'll come and give a speech. You might take a selfie, but you're not getting real face time. You're far more likely to send a top designer DMs and offer to work for free for them and they say yes and then you grab coffee and pick up schmata and actually get close to them and actually get FaceTime mm-hmm. than ever going to one of those two schools. So what, like how would that happen without going to school? You would literally take your phone right now and, and message them and DM DF, DVF and say I'm willing to work my face off for free and you do that to 400 of the top designers in the world okay. and none of them answer and then you sit there and say, Gary, he told me this was gonna work, I hate him. And then you do it again, and you do it again, Until and it do works. it again, and then somebody says yes. Okay. Until Virgil says yes, and you're in Paris doing an off-white show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this is real. Like, like, this is why breaking down this conversation is so important. Like, this is what's so fun for me. Like, the fact that you in your mind truly believe that going to those two schools is gonna let you interact face to face with those three mm-hmm. is amazing because that's where I get to say cool but not really. And then there's another part of that question. Let's say those schools actually did give you face to face with those three. The next question is and what then? And so what are you gonna do in that hour? I mean getting an hour with Calvin Klein's ludicrous but let's say you get it yeah. from Parsons. You know, what? Good question. And it's, and it's not a tough question. It doesn't have to be a scary one. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm not asking to like, ah, I got you. It's about what? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to be a designer? Of course I do. Well, great. Then I have great news for you. You're far more likely to break out as a designer just designing and putting it out on social media than you are to go to a school. Like, like if you have the talent, whether you do go to FIT or you go to Instagram, it's all going to end up in the same place anyway. Mm-hmm. Talent wins. So if I wanted to go ahead and... Within the meantime, like if I started putting everything out there on like all of my capsule collections, yes. sketches, yes. everything out yes. on Instagram, yes. but I didn't have that following and I wanted to start my own business within, without an audience, how would I go about actually starting that without having like, because- Well, first of all, the way you just talked about it, that costs nothing. Yeah. The other way costs you $240,000 in debt. I know. Well, I also know. And so that's why I want to bring that up. 
To me, I'd rather you do that. Listen, your ability to put out those sketches, first of all, you put out those sketches, there is a .01% chance of a miracle, Mm -hmm. right? The other thing you can do is DM those sketches to 5,000 top models on Instagram. All you need is one person to think it's cool. I would rather you lay in bed for 11 hours a day and DM people all the sketches, Mm -hmm. whether they're designers, fashion magazines, fashion pages, and models. I genuinely believe what I'm about to say. I believe that's a more likelihood to what you want than going to FIT. Okay. No, I definitely think so because even after school it would just be kind of, I don't want to be in the exact same position that I'm in now of like, oh, I just, not necessarily wasted four years of my life, but I just put all of my eggs in that one basket and spent like three, four years of my life dwelling on getting to this school to finally get here and then be in the same position and now what? Correct. Yeah. The reason there's so much unhappiness right now in the world, especially in the American world, is there's a ton of people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in college debt and everything they thought they were gonna get from it, they didn't. Basically what happened to me. Basically what happened to millions of people. Yeah. I I genuinely think that you need to sketch, capsule, and put it out for free to the world on all platforms. Like this is why I yell about TikTok. Like if you know if you if you did figure skating, I assume you have athletic rhythm capabilities that most people don't. The fact that you like when I look at you, I'm like, this girl should just go on TikTok and put this stuff out. So I have a TikTok as well, and it's just a matter of like knowing what content to put out there that would grab people's attention. Work it the other way. That's what everybody does, which is why people fail. My game is just put out everything mm. and figure out what people want. Okay. After the fact. And Everybody sits there, because this is what gets into insecurity and judgment. That's why I talk about it so much. Mm-hmm. If you just put it out, you'll find out. If you sit in your head, you'll never post. Yeah, that's basically what's happening. I never post, and I think that's, st- like, I resonated with one of your posts about never posting because of insecurity and just, like, worrying about what other people think and whatnot, but you're that's not what, going that, to get anywhere that way. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah. That was a good last, like 10 minutes right now with Gary. Oh, is it really? Did you know this? Oh, I'm going I'm to wrap this up, but uh, you guys can have a quick chat afterwards as well. But okay. how did, was, it, was that cool? So unexpected. It feels so <laughs> surreal being here. Like, I was not expecting that whatsoever. And just like, you're so genuine. Like, the smile on his face. He's, he's <laughs> Genuine. <laughs> they care so much about people. You know what you said again. What you just said to the kid here about you know putting out content again resonated with me when we met nearly a year ago. Where we were, we I heard you say that. You said you know what well, put out a hundred videos, one of them may hit. Yeah. So I took that upon myself now with my own social media where I used to think oh I'm not going to post that because I don't think that's right. Oh I don't yeah. want to put that one out because yeah. maybe it's not going to work. So what I literally after I spoke to you Gary I, I really changed my mindset on, on social media and I just started posting and I used to only post at this certain time. I used to do it only then and, yeah. and, and now I'm like you know what I'm just I putting it out. I was the same way. I watched his 64 in a day yes, last night though and it's just like even a matter of posting like a snippet from your notes section or Twitter like it doesn't have to look perfect so I have you, to stop being so so particular. Good on you. Now, Gary, we're going we're gonna to let you leave him. <laughs> even though this could go on for the next three and a half hours, I believe. Um, real quickly, what's next for Gary V? That question that everyone must ask you. Is there anything? Do you, have you got your future goals, short-term goals? What's going on? I want to continue to put out information that I know is leading to more happiness. 
you know, like hanging here with Nikita, like it's 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 just perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just it's you know, I I was born with it. I had parents around me that gave it to me, and I just want to pass that on. Once you look at it a little bit different, it just changes everything. It's literally just looking at it different. Like it's so exciting for me that I know what you actually want. Yeah is a lot easier than the way you're seeing the path. It's literally leaving this studio right now, sketching and posting it on Pinterest and literally that could be the moment. That's so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not following Gary V, I advise you to. uh, You're an absolute legend. Thank you so much for joining us once again on Virgin Radio here on the Chris Fade Show. Gary V, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.